Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings to you in the most beautiful and precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It gives me great joy to meet you all on this Saturday night broadcast. It's called Build with Hari Rao. I trust you have been taking the last few minutes preparing, seeking the Lord and asking the Lord to give you a word this evening. And I believe the Lord has placed a heart in my heart. The Lord has placed a word in my heart just for you today. It's going to be a very powerful time of ministry. It's going to be a very powerful time of realignment. Thank you. Can we just take a moment and thank the Lord? We have to start this evening by giving Him praise and giving Him thanks. Father, we give you glory, honor, praise and thanks, O Lord. You have been good to us. You have been good to us. And as we enter this month of October, we want to start by declaring your glory. We want to start by declaring your praise. We want to start by declaring that you are victorious, Father. You are victorious. And that you have remembered us. You have been grateful to us. You have been gracious towards us and we are grateful for what you have done, Lord. Father, now I take authority over every spirit of death. I take authority over every spirit of assassination. I take authority over every unplanned assignment of the enemy. And I negate that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let your children be preserved. There shall be no news of death in the camp of your children. May it be so, Father, that they will be only recipients of life. Thank you, Lord. I cancel every telegram of death. They will not receive news of any death. Father, please be gracious, I ask you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Lord, as we prepare to receive your word for the month of October, grant me utterance. Grant me the grace to bring your word and grant your people attentive ears and a ready heart. I ask this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I want to take this opportunity to welcome you to the month of October. You have crossed over. You have crossed over. You have crossed over. The devil tried his best, but he has failed. So this is your month to celebrate. This is your month to be grateful. 
this is your month to cherish what the Lord has done for you in the last 10 months. You've got to be grateful. Many people didn't live to see this day. Many people did not make it out of September, but you have made it out of September. You have crossed the Jordan. You have crossed over. Can I make that announcement for you? I want to, I want you to receive this. I speak to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You and your family have crossed over. This Jordan will not drown you anymore. Uh, somebody shout Amen and celebrate right there. I want to welcome you to the month of October. It is a month of great victories. It's a month of great victories. It's a month of great victories. Amen. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. No, today I don't have a sermon for you. I wish I had a sermon for you. It would have been very well put together and manicured. But what I have for you is a word from the Lord. So it's going to be raw. It's going to be fresh. I will do my best to articulate it the best I can. But this is a word you must catch in your spirit. This is a word you must catch in your heart. So if you are ready, I would like to dive in today and go straight into the word. I believe you have already invited somebody to come join us for this evening. If you have not, consider inviting somebody. I want to take you to Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4. And let's go to verse 25. Genesis chapter 4, verse 25. And let me read for, it, for us. Genesis 4, 25. And Adam knew his wife again. And she bore a son and called his name Seth. Let me read that to you one more time. Adam knew his wife again. And she bore a son called and called his name Seth. For she said, God has appointed for me another offspring instead of Abel. For Cain killed him. God has appointed for me another. God has appointed for me another. God has appointed for me another. I believe this is what the Lord would like me to share with you. God would like me to make an announcement to you that divine replacements are coming your way. God has decided to send divine replacements your way. It does not matter what has been assassinated in the last 10 months in your life. It doesn't matter what 
has been killed in your life. It doesn't matter what the enemy has stolen in your life. But I have been sent by God to tell you divine replacements are on the way. God is getting ready to replace in your life what has been lost. I don't know who this word is for, but I am speaking for some, to somebody tonight. And God would like me to encourage you by letting you know divine replacement is coming to you. Child of God, do not weep over what was lost. Child of God, do not weep over what has not happened. Child of God, do not weep over what you thought will come to pass and has not come to pass. This evening, mark it in your calendar and write it down. God has sent a man to you to tell you, divine replacement is on the way. Abel might have been killed, but God is God has prepared a set for you. God has prepared a replacement for you. Oh, I wish somebody could just take a moment and celebrate the Lord right now. I wish somebody could take 10 seconds, clap your hands and give him glory because he has not forgotten you in your misery. He has not forgotten you in your tears. He has not forgotten you in your disappointments. He has not forgotten you in your pain, but he has prepared a replacement for you. Oh, we thank God, we thank God. Some of you are wondering, Pastor Hari, man of God, why, why are you so excited? You, you don't understand because right now there are people weeping. There are people crushed over what did not happen, over what has not transpired, over what has not come together. Some of them are so deep in their failure that they think their life is done. Everything is packed up and over. But God has sent a word. Divine replacement is on the way. I want to draw your attention to something. He did. I'm not saying that this is a divine restoration. This is divine replacement. God is allowing another to take something's place. God is allowing Seth to take the place of Abel because of the murder that has taken place. Yes, is our God a God of restoration? Absolutely. There are times that God restores things. You might, lost a, you might have lost a job and God can bring you and give you back that job. Maybe you lost your wallet and God can help you find your wallet. But now I'm not talking about restoration. I'm not talking about God restoring to you what was taken from you. I'm talking about God replacing what was removed from your life. So this is not an invitation to go back to what was. This is an invitation to look forward to what God is about to do in your life. This 
is an announcement that a new arrival is on its way. A new arrival is on its way. A new season is on its way. Something new is coming to your life. This is not divine restoration. This is divine replacement. God is allowing another to take something's place. To take the place of somebody. To take the place of something. Ah. Mm. There shall be no vacuum in your life. There shall be no void in your life. There shall be no emptiness in your life. Some of you are wondering, when you study your life, when you take a survey of your life and you see that certain places are empty, certain places are void, certain places are not filled. But the Lord has said, there shall be no vacuum in your life. He is about to fill the emptiness. He's about to fill the void. He's about to fill the vacuum that was created. No vacuum in your life. No emptiness. For God has prepared a divine replacement. Somebody must shout right now. Somebody needs to shout right now. Because you thought this was God's will. How can I mess up God's will? How did God's will not work out? How is it that I thought this was supposed to be the best? This was supposed to be the way for you. I invested time, energy, life. And now I am left with nothing. And you're so confused. But I, child of God, I want you to know that there is no loss in the kingdom of God. That there is no vacuum in the kingdom of God. There is no emptiness in the kingdom of God. Even, ah, even what seems to be rejection, even what seems to be loss, even what seems to be a suffering, even what seems to be a tragedy was only creating room for divine replacement, was only creating room for God to send his next season into your life. There is no vacuum. Your house shall be filled. Your barns shall be filled. Your womb shall be filled. Your bank accounts will be filled. Your businesses will be filled. There shall be no vacuum. Amen. You know, it's so interesting because God called the first family, Adam and Eve, and gave them a commandment. He gave them an assignment. And he said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. Isn't it amazing? He gave them one assignment, one purpose. He says, be fruitful 
and multiply. Fill the earth. Have dominion. And Adam and Eve, according to the biblical records I've had, have now produced two children. One, Abel. And the other is Cain. Now Cain, out of jealousy, out of spiritual envy, out of murderous rage, has killed Abel, who was a man of God, who pleased God. Cain murders Abel. And the scripture says that the blood of Abel cried out before the Lord. And God, ah, God heard the cry of the voice of the blood. And then goes on to pronounce a curse upon Cain. So one son is murdered and the other son is cursed. God, Adam and Eve were given an assignment. Adam and Eve were given a purpose. And they started working on that assignment. They started working on that purpose. They started working on what God had asked them to do, to be fruitful and to multiply. And they produce children. And out of the children that they have produced, one has murdered the other and one has been cursed. And it seems like Adam and Eve have failed. It seems like they are not fulfilling their God-given assignment. Oh, thank God, thank God, thank God. I am pretty sure there was enough motivation or there was enough pain and enough discouragement for Adam and Eve to give up. He says, ah, we can't do this anymore. We're old now. Ah, we tried we gave it our best. But look at our son. One fellow is murdered. The other fellow is cursed of God. He's left us, gone far away. He's doing his own thing. He doesn't want to consult God. He doesn't want to do the will of God. He doesn't want to walk in the ways of God. He's building his own cities. He doesn't want to build what God wants. So Adam and Eve, there was a possibility that Adam and Eve could have said, ah, this is, let's just give up. But God had not finished with them. God had not finished with them. So they couldn't give up on the assignment. They couldn't give up on the purpose. They couldn't give up on what God had called them to do. So Adam knew his wife one more time and now God is sending divine replacement. One son to take the place of two. One because he's cursed. Second because one was murdered. So God introduces Seth and Eve calls him. God has appointed another in the place of Abel. God has appointed another, appointed another. God has appointed another. I love the way she, can I read that to you one more time? It's so precious. I love the language she has used to name her son. I want to read that for you one more time. Genesis chapter 4, verse 25. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and called his name Seth. For she said, God has appointed, uh, 
God has appointed for me another offspring instead of Abel, for Cain killed him. Verse 26, to Seth also a son was born and he called his name Enosh. And at that, that time, people began to call upon the name of the Lord. What I enjoy the, about this is this, that Seth was not an accident. Seth was not a mistake. Seth was not like a consolation prize. Oh, you're feeling sad. Let me throw something at you. God was not trying to appease just their disappointment. No, 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 no. Eve is saying, this one has been appointed by God. This one was fashioned in the mind of God to take the place of the vacuum that the murder created. This one was appointed. Can I declare something over your life? The next thing that is coming into your life, the next Divine replacement that is coming into your life is not an accident, is not a mistake, is not a casualty. But this has been appointed by God to take a certain place in your life, to occupy something by design, to occupy something in your life by intention, by purpose. Oh, ay, 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 ay. Yes, 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 yes. I know that some of you have gone through broken things in life this year. I know that for some of you, your relationships have not worked out. I know for some of you, life has been hard when it comes to your relationship. And you had put all your eggs and all your coins and all your money in this one relationship, in this one boy, in this one girl, because you were convinced that this is your future. And that was assassinated and that was sabotaged and that was removed from your life for whatever reason and now you must be thinking maybe I'll just settle down maybe I'll just find some guy find some girl and maybe you know that's what society wants no no child of God that's a life from the pit of hell you are not going to settle for whatever comes your way this next thing that is coming into your life is appointed by God God for knew it god foreordained it god has set it in place it's not an accident <laughs> it's not an accident it's not you settling down but this is god ordaining a matter in your life god surveyed your life and he sees you have been robbed you have been robbed you have, you have been robbed. So I'm going to send a divine replacement. I am appointing a divine replacement. I am, ah, uh, this God is too good. This God is too good. This God is too good. It's not an accident. It's an appointment. <laughs> Can I say that to you one more time? This next season of your life, is not an accident. It's a divine appointment. It's not an accident. It's a divine appointment. Because when Seth begins to... I love this. I love this. When Seth gives birth to a child, his name is Enosh. And now people began to pray. Now people began to call upon the name of the Lord. Let's read that one more time. I love this. I love this. This is so powerful. Verse 26. To Seth also a son was born. 
and he called his name Enosh. And at that time, people began to call upon the name of the Lord. You see, when a divine appointment is given to you, when something divine is given to you and, and that divine thing begins to reproduce, that reproduction, that outcome, that result carries divine revelation. Until that point, nobody had the revelation of prayer. Nobody had the revelation of calling upon the name of the Lord. There was a space between God and man. There was a distance between God and mankind. And when Seth, when Seth gives birth, when Seth begins to have uh, with a child with his wife and Enosh is born, Enosh comes with the revelation of prayer. Enosh comes with the revelation of calling upon the name of the Lord. That is what God is about to do for you. This next thing, that God is bringing into your life, this next investment God is doing in your life, this next divine replacement, it's going to come with some divine results. It's going to come with some divine revelations. It's going to come with some divine grace. And when you see this thing grow, you're going to see divine results. Ay, 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 ay. This could not have happened in the previous way. This could not have happened with what was what you thought was meant to be. But this next season, this next divine appointment, this next divine replacement is going to bear divine results. Divine results. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. You know, I want to pre speak prophetically to some sons and daughters of our ministry now. I know you are watching. Some of you are thinking, maybe my life is a waste. Maybe I have wasted my life. Maybe I have wasted my talents. Maybe I have wasted my God-given gifts. I'm already so old. And you're ready to just live out the rest of your life. Child of God, I come as a divine interruption in your life. And I came to make an announcement that your life is not at the end. Your life has not been concluded. Your life has not come to a place where it, it is now shut down and you're just going to live the rest of your life without a sense of direction or purpose. No, that's a lie from the pit of hell. I have been sent by God to tell you there is still one that you have to produce. There is still a season that you have to walk into. There is still a divine appointment in your life. There is still a divine replacement in your life. So you get ready. This is not the end. This is not the conclusion. Life is going to continue with God for you. Life is going to be fruitful for you. You're going to have some divine results. You're going to have some divine results. But here's the thing. Sometimes we think, ah, even God must have been exhausted. <laughs> like Abel, man, how do we replace Abel? How do we replace Abel? Abel was a good man. 
understood the heart of God, knew how to bring offerings to God, knew how to bring sacrifices to God, was was probably a friend of God in some capacity and that was murdered. And you must be thinking, ah, how is this going to be replaced? This was already so good. (laughs) This was already so good. But God has a way of replacing and bettering what was already good. God has a set for every able you have lost. Let me say that to you one more time. God has a set for every able you have lost. There is no assassination that God cannot replace. We thank God. We thank the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to close with you in a few short minutes because I don't want to get into the rest of the word tonight. But Wednesday, I want to divide this word a little more. I want to divide this word further. But tonight, we, I have to make some declarations. I have to interrupt certain things because the enemy came into some of your lives to bring death. But tonight, we bring divine interruption to every assassination, to every spirit of death. You shall live and declare the glory of the Lord. You shall live. But here's a mystery. Here's a painful truth. God gave Adam and Eve an assignment to be fruitful and to multiply. To be fruitful and to multiply, to be fruitful and to multiply and to have dominion. So they were engaging. So when they were having children and they were multiplying, they were engaging in divine assignment, right? When they had children, they were acting out their God's purpose. They were acting out their commandment. They were acting out their divine assignment. How is it then that you are now producing, ah, God help me, you are engaging in your assignment and yet you are producing a child that is going to sabotage the very assignment that you have received. I don't know if, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm making sense to somebody. It's like you are giving birth to a child. You're giving birth to a destiny And simultaneously, you're also giving birth to the very thing that has the potential to sabotage your destiny. Why is it that the womb... Ah, wait, wait, wait. Let me say that to you one more. Why is it the seed that can produce Isaac is also producing Ishmael? Why is it the seed that can produce the promise called Isaac is also producing the problem called Ishmael? Why is it from this, oh God have mercy. How is it that I am, I am meant to 
You are meant to create your destiny. You're supposed to give birth to your destiny, but you're also living a certain way. There are certain habits. There are certain choices. There are certain lifestyle decisions you're making that is also giving birth to the counterpart that can sabotage your own destiny. How are you producing both Isaac and Ishmael? And Ishmael has the power to rob you of your Isaac. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Not all attacks are demonic. Not all assassinations are demonic. Some of you are giving birth to your canes. Ah, it's a, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. You give birth to Cain and then you wonder why is Abel being murdered? God called you to give birth to Isaac. But before Isaac is produced, you are producing Ishmael's. You're creating the weapon that can challenge your destiny. You're creating, oh Lord have mercy. You're creating habits. You're making lifestyle choices. You are creating attitudes. Ah, How is it that God told you, Multiply, have dominion, be fruitful, and you're doing that, and then you are also creating a murderous spirit. How can you give birth to one thing that has the power to kill the thing that you are supposed to give birth to? Ah, I hope I'm making sense to somebody. How do we deal with this now? How do we deal? with this situation. How do we deal with this? I want to, Wednesday we will go deeper into this, but let me share with you. The promise God gave to Abraham was in the spirit. God, the promise was in the spirit. The promise was in the spirit. The promise was in the spirit. What was promised to you in the spirit? cannot be produced in the flesh. At some point, Abraham decided to help God. At some point, Abraham decided, this requires an involvement of my flesh. So now, the promise of the Spirit that has empowered him and empowered his seed is now entering a womb, uh, the womb of Hagar, that was not designed to host the promise, that was not designed to host the seed, that was not designed, oh Lord have mercy, that was not designed to receive the promise. And now the flesh and the spirit produce, now the flesh and the seed of the spirit the seed of the promise produce an Ishmael uh, has the power of the promise but also has the dangers of the flesh. If you do not learn to crucify your flesh, if you do not learn to master your flesh, there is the danger of mixture. There is a danger of you producing Ishmael's and Cain's.
that will challenge your own destiny. Saul did not die at the hands of the enemy. Saul died at his own sword. It was his sword that killed him. So he ordered the sword that was eventually going to take his life. Oh my God, my God, my God. He gave the order. He called the blacksmith. He called the swordsmith and said, make me a glorious sword. Make me a nice, shiny, sharp, strong sword. Little did he know in a few years, that same sword was going to take his life. My child, the child of God, what are you producing? What are you producing? Are you producing after the spirit or are you producing after the flesh? God have mercy. Because when Isaac and Ishmael were born, now the promise and the problem are growing in the same house. The promise and the problem are sitting at the same table. The promise and the problem are at the same food table, eating from the same table. Oh, God have mercy. So my child, can I challenge you this evening to reevaluate your life and to ask yourself, what is my life producing? Because there is still a chance for you to turn around. There is still an opportunity. Yes. You might have produced the cane that has killed your Abel. Yes, there is a possibility that you created your Ishmael before your Isaac. But God still has a way of intervening in your life. He still has a set. He still has a divine replacement for you. But can you take a moment and survey your life and, and be honest before God and say, God, Am I producing after my flesh or am I producing after my spirit? And if you are producing after your flesh, maybe it is time for us to repent and return to the Lord and walk in the spirit one more time. Walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ one more time. Walk in such a way that our womb can produce sat. This is the beauty of the Lord. The same womb that produced a Cain can also produce a Seth. Ah, it's a miracle. This is the grace of the Lord Jesus. This is the beauty of God. Irrespective of how ugly, how dirty, how miserable, how despicable our lives have been in the past. How bad our choices have been. How dangerous our choices have been. There is grace for you today to repent and return to the Lord. And you can change and start over all over again. Irrespective of what has happened in your life. There is an opportunity for new beginnings. There is an opportunity for divine replacement. There is an opportunity for your womb to produce glory again. For your life to produce glory again. For your womb to...
to produce God and divine results again. That's the beauty of this Jesus. That is the beauty of this God. Last night your life could have been different and tonight you have an opportunity to change it one more time. Ah, don't give up on your life. Do not give up on your life. Do not, do not, do not. Even at the last minute, you can look to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, remember me in your kingdom. Remember me in your kingdom. <sighs> Talking of the cross. Now, I don't have time to get into this, but the cross was the place of the greatest divine replacement. It was on the cross that God in his divine wisdom rejected his own son. Yeah, it was him. He chose to lay upon his own son the sin of the world and placed divine rejection on his beloved only begotten son and replaced him with us who were meant to be sinners. So we took, there was a divine exchange of positions. The Lord Jesus Christ took our place and gave us his place to be sons of God. The cross was the place of the greatest divine replacement. So there is hope for you and I. There is hope for you and I. God can divinely help us. I want to pray with you tonight. I hope you have followed my instructions and you have set aside 70 days, minimum of 70 days. To seek the Lord. Those who will obey that instruction will see results and will see rewards. Amen. Father, I want to thank you for your children. Thank you for allowing me to make this announcement to your people that we have entered a season of divine replacements whatever was lost whatever was assassinated whatever was stolen god you are getting ready to divinely replace those things in our lives thank you god for divine replacements remember us father we give you all the glory all the honor and all the praise Jesus, in your name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Ah, we thank God. We thank God. We thank. Will you take a moment and thank the Lord for this word? Will you take a moment and just appreciate God for what he has done for you tonight? Some of you will not understand the power of this word. But you will see over the course of the next few months 
this word beginning to blossom. Certain relationships are going to take on a different dynamics. Certain endeavors are going to be different. You're going to see this word work for you. So take a moment and thank the Lord. Now, one of the things we must learn is to celebrate the word of God. That's what attracts the voice of God again and again back to us. When we become ungrateful people, there is he withdraws his voice from us. He withdraws the word from us. Then you just have religion. Then you just have empty words. But when we celebrate the now word of God, when we thank God for the now word of God, it positions us again and again and again to keep receiving the now word. Tonight was a divine interruption in your life. Tonight was a divine interruption in your destiny. Disaster has been avoided for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So take time tonight to pray, to thank God. I want to, if you have been blessed by today's word, I want to invite you to send in an offering and a seed so that we honor God with our substance and with our um, wealth. There is no compulsion, but if you are spiritually intelligent, you will follow instructions. So I want to thank God for what he has done today. I will see you this Wednesday on Instagram. And I want to go deeper into this word. Your divine replacement is on the way. God bless you. I'll see you on Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please consider sharing it. And for more information, log on to harirao.com.